Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to the rest of the roundup. Where there's just two of us this week. Um, Ross is, is on his honeymoon, well planned, and Terry has uh, has just got back from his holiday, <laughs> which you would you would think would mean he'd be here, but uh, but no, apparently that means he uh, he can't arrive. But I do have uh, a world class wrestling journalist and, and Aaron Franklin. Aaron, thanks for joining me. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, good to be on the show again. Yeah. Um, ever present, though. Ever present. Yeah. Yeah. Can't introduce myself this week, but that's you know that's a shame. I could do really, but that'd be a bit egotistical, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a bit BBC News, that wouldn't it? Yeah, if I just um hype myself up and like, and also joining is me. The uh, I can't remember anyone fucking. Never mind, Scoopel is here as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is it? Terry Pete, is it? Well renowned, ever present, wonderful Scoopel. There we go, yeah. Scoopel. Uh, here with the week's wrestling news. Now it's been a bit of a quiet week in the world of wrestling news. Obviously, is a uh, been big news elsewhere. Um, but I think what we'll start with. I was going to start with Logan Paul, but I guess it's just broke today, so we'll start with it. Triple H has done an interview um, with the Ringer, and he's announced that Survivor Series this year in Boston will be Survivor Series War Games, and perhaps the most exciting part of this is that it's no longer the fight for brand supremacy. They're going to have actual storylines, which I think is a yes, a nice, a nice little touch. But what are your thoughts, Aaron, on a war games coming to the main roster for the first time? It's about time, isn't it? I mean, yeah. and to, to put it in a Survivor Series just makes sense. You know, you yeah. know I, I, we've been saying for years, haven't we, that Survivor Series brand v brand just doesn't work. Because they're not the, the brand splits usually the month before, and you can't you've got no build there. If you yeah, can do a, put a war games on and put faction against faction or a, a team of people where on, on what's the good obviously what they're going to do is build a storyline there, it just makes sense. And war games yeah. is brilliant, yeah. It makes Look, it makes a lot of sense, and it's kind of something that Triple H has apparently wanted to do for years, hasn't it? I mean, there's been reports, mm. I guess he finally got his wish in NXT, but. Yeah. It's something he's taught to want to do for for years on the on the main roster as well. Yeah, see, I mean, it's one of the the one matches, one match types in WCW that we always look look forward to reviewing. Yeah, and now we know we're going to get some modern era main roster war games. It's 
you know, I think it's it's good for business, isn't it? It's really good for business, and I think it now makes a lot of sense why he's extended the bloodline to uh, to five people recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got Saul Sakura joining Sami Zayn, the Usos, and Roman. If they're doing a traditional five on five, yeah, I'm assuming they're one of the teams, right? That's kind of a you can't have a dominant faction like this and not include the war games, right? They've, they've got to. Apparently, there's there's two ma- two war games matches going on at Survivor Series, isn't they? Yes, there's a men's and a and a women's. I do I? I, I, I'm interested to see how they build to the women's. So obviously you're gonna, yeah. it's gonna be barely Dakota and um, Aishirai, isn't it? That that that's the three we need to go in yeah. there. But I, I, between now and November, are they going to recruit a couple more people? So I was going to say maybe? It, it maybe looks that way, or they'll just do what they normally do and just stick like to me <laughs> Natalia in there just for. A... To make up the numbers, but you would uh, you would think that's the way it's going. Shotzi um, turned face on SmackDown this week and uh, teamed with Raquel. Right, um, Raquel Rodriguez. I'll say it went, made the save when Damage Control were being opener because uh, Lee is out of action apparently. So, so. I mean that the the easiest thing to do and the most logical sense to go to go down because I've already started building to it is you take a title off Bianca, put it on Bailey because Bailey's so over. Yeah. As we saw at Clash at the Castle, you've got your storyline there. And then Bianca can just build a bit of a team around her. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And then obviously we've got uh, Ronda and uh, Liv Morgan at Extreme Rules. Yeah, who's the heel? Is Ronda the heel? Ronda's the yeah the heel. Ron... Could she be teaming with Bailey's team? Are they going to do kind of like smash two fuse into one on that they, side of things? They, they, they could do, couldn't they? That's a good. That's a yeah. good way of doing it. I would like to see them build um, the faction up a little bit with Bailey, though. Yeah, put some some muscle in there, or uh, something along those lines. Yeah, or somewhere else on NXT actually, because there's not that many women on the roster. You got to assume Becky Lynch isn't back in time. Yeah, um, I mean, it can't be too much longer before they bring Mandy Rose back up to main roster. She's yes, she's been in NXT for well over a year now. She's held the title for over a year, aren't she? Yes. And side note, she just got engaged to Tino Savatelli. She did. Yeah. yeah so congratulations. Also, congratulations to the future Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sabatelli. Tony Khan is fuming. Um, not because he fancies Mandy Rose, just because Sabatelli was apparently the guy who leaked um, on the AW results that time, according to Chris Jericho. Um, but yeah, I think um, looking at the interview that Triple H did with the ringer, it looks like it's going to be NXT style war games. Um, so it looks like there's going to be no roof. Um, but hopefully, and it, it, it keeps talking about how five on five, and it's just a, con, a continuation of that. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not averse. I'm not averse to it not having a roof. Yeah, he basically said there was a spot with, uh, I think we covered it, it might have been WrestleRaw 91, something. Yeah, there's a spot with Pillman where Sid brings him up for the powerbomb. Sid is too fucking tall <laughs> for the cage. Uh, like legit shoot hits him on the roof and knocks him out so I think that was kind of one of his main reasons he said for not doing it and you just get a lot of spectacular spots don't you there's going to be someone jumping off the cage obviously someone throwing off it yeah and that's just kind of modern wrestling um, yeah because then what, what Triple H can do because this is this is good business sense um, and I know he listens so Triple H you know um, bring back Taradu Yes. What about war games? <laughs> Get back, bring back Taradoom. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be next, right? That's the logical uh, yeah. next progression, right? He's brought back war games, Taradoom. Yeah. 
fuck off the Royal Rumble. World War Three <laughs> coming in, Jan- <laughs> in January. That's what I want to see. AEW yeah. could legit do that though, because they've got they've got that many people. Yeah, yeah. They could but the thing it. is, like, what would they do with the other half of the roster if they were doing a sixty man? <laughs> Very <laughs> true. Yeah, um, they'd really struggle to to run it. But yeah, I think there's a lot of like we've got NXT. Uh, we've got NXT Halloween Havoc coming up as its own takeover event mm. uh, later in the year as well. We've got War Games coming back. Like, I feel like I'm quite excited. As a big, big WCW fans, as as us two are in particular, and this podcast by extension. Obviously, Ross and Terry in the process, but all four has been big WCW fans. Uh, it's quite an exciting time. Like that, he's bringing back all of these, uh, all WCW events, yeah. WCW matches. Um, yeah, we could bring, we could see the Tower of Doom. Yeah, three ring battle royale. What else would you uh, would you bring back from WCW? Pole matches on a pole. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That'd be top of my list. Yeah, I think we need to bring back that one where um, you didn't know what you were getting. There was four poles, mm. and I think they did it in TNA as well because it was a Russo special where you opened the box and it's either like you could get a world championship or you could get fired. Or I think um, like Brooker T got a frame picture of Carl. One time, I feel like it was called like a San Francisco 49ers match, which didn't make, didn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, that's that's the kind of sort of thing I would bring back the uh, the craziness of it all. Um, and obviously, some like WCW legends like uh, Ralph Sulla, he might be dead. I think, he, uh, he, yeah, he is, he is dead, rest in peace. Um, but you know, those those guys, yeah, they've, got, they've, got, they've, got, they've got some of them under contracts, like Norman Smiley is still under contract with um, developmental, yes. Do you know yeah. what I would legitimately like to see? And I'm not even joking about this now. When you did, do you know when they used to do the old school Raws? Like, not the last kind of SmackDown one where they just put the playoff graphics and everything's exactly the same. But when they used to kind of like use the old set and everything the same, I feel like they should bring back Nitro for one night only at some point, like on some sort of anniversary. I well, don't know. They, did, they did that on the end, the most recent wrestling game, didn't they? Yes. Um, yeah, when they bring it back and like there's a whole storyline with Kevin, is it Kevin Nash. Yeah, commissioner or something. Yeah, but I feel like they should do that for like one one night only. Is bring back like you know next time in Atlanta or something like that. Mm. Just have like a like a throwback edition and make it like the old school like Nitro from like ninety seven, like the classic Nitro that we all remember, not the, uh, yeah. the Cats Ball one, as Bischoff <laughs> calls it. Yeah, <laughs> or the end, like legit quote from uh, from Bischoff there called the Cats Ball, but yeah. yeah, or just do it the one in um, Spring Break by a pool. Yeah, I've no, I've no I'm sure that would work well in 2022, 2023. I'll tell you what, it's, I know we say this in the of every new show, show now, um, but it's just an exciting time to be a WWE fan. I mean, you've even got all the WWE marks now. We're saying, oh yeah, I'm excited to watch WWE. Like, yeah. Good things are happening. So, I mean, if you've got the, the marks of, yeah. of the products saying that they're excited, they're doing something right. We know yeah. they're doing something right. And that's it. You know, we saw like our old pal, a uh, friend of the show, Sidgwick, mm. say that he thinks WWE rules now. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's been sarcastic, but I'm taking it. Uh, taking it but it is just generally exciting. Like, I I, I saw this interview today. I uh, saw the headline, and I thought it was kind of fake. At first, I thought he was just going to get, like, someone just dreaming for, for something of what they really want Triple H to do. Mm. So I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's actually true, and it's actually happening. Like, we're actually getting... Main roster war games, twenty one years after um the last kind of like main roster, as it were, it'll be longer than that, right? The yeah. last legitimate one was like ninety eight, I think. 
mm. if you don't include War Games 2000, which obviously we should, because uh, that was great. But if you don't include that, yeah, it's been 24 years since we had the last War Games match on like a mm-hmm. a national company. So all pretty mm. exciting stuff. What I want to know is though, and this is really me just being an absolute nerd, and, and you know, I'm glad Ross and here to call me boring again. I'm sure um, Savara Series is already sold out. So what the hell do they do with the people who bought the front row seats? Because they're just like, we've got to fit two rings in there. You have to do some uh, shenanigans down at the bottom there yeah, to, well, uh, if, to get those people in. I suppose if, if the arena's a bit like Clash where they had kind of like a lot of empty space, didn't they? Yeah, um, we'll just they'll just pull everyone back. Spread it, spread it out a bit. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. what arena what arena is it? But, it's at the TD Garden in Boston, I believe. So it's an ice hockey arena. Hmm. Um yeah, it's a fairly big arena then. But yeah, it holds um I nearly got up there. I was nearly, I was nearly looking like a full it, it can hold up to twenty thousand, so Okay. Obviously not as big as Clash at the Castle, but there's there aren't many that are at least. But, um No. Well it's not one of the big the big four, is it anyway? So Yeah, but it will um it should be good. Looking forward to it. And it's on a Saturday night as well, which is even better. So no doubt we'll be doing a review of that. Mm-hmm. Um and then the big news that I thought I was going to talk about, uh, which is weird news, uh, WWE held a press conference in Vegas this Saturday just gone. Um, and let's make no about it. It's very boxing-like, um, very UFC-like, very very Logan Paul-like, which is, uh, is good because he was in it. Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns is your main event for Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia on November the 5th. Aaron, mm. what are your thoughts on, on this? I liked this whole setup. This makes it feel like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, Logan Paul is probably not that of a big deal in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Um, hence why they've I think they've they've chosen to do it in this in this way of doing it like a, a boxing conference. Yeah. It does make it feel like a, and Roman Reigns was spectacular on the mic. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm the fair I'm the biggest person over the last few years to say Roman is shit on the mic. However, it seems like he's been taking some lessons from Paul Herman. Yeah. And he is very good. Very, very good. Yeah, definitely. He was actually on Logan Paul's podcast the day before um the press conference or like the Thursday or something before SmackDown, I think, because he yeah. had something in there. Um and he was saying that he feels confident enough now that when he gets a shit line given to him, he can say no that shit. Um was very yeah. didn't Back in the day, obviously, the whole suffering secretary, she said, like, you know, I've done three years of the best work of any wrestler ever. Um, and all that people say to him is fucking suffering secretary. And he's like, never again. <laughs> well, I, well, I say something like that. So, but that makes it even worse. So, like, he knew it was awful, but he didn't feel yeah. like he could say anything at the time. Um, yeah, he probably could have done. He was, he was already yeah. in the main event slot. But, yeah, apparently yeah. he feels confident enough now to, uh, to, you know, if he doesn't like the, what's written for him, he'll just he'll worry himself. Yeah. I mean, just back on it. I mean, we we know what the outcome is going to be. It is just kind of on the road to WrestleMania, more than anything, to see yeah. what what kind of happens. Um, we know Logan can go in the ring. Yeah, we know he's very good in the ring. Um, I am ex- quite excited to see the match, to be honest, just to see what it can do with someone who's not that athletic. So far, he's been in the ring with the more athletic guys in WWE. And now he's out there with a brawler, the yeah. best way to put it, to see what he can actually do. 
Yeah, it's just going to have to be a selling, I think, isn't it? It's going to do a lot of in this match, you would, you would assume. The way the pitching yeah. is almost like he doesn't have a chance. But also, what if he does? And I think that's the kind of way I'm looking at it as well, is that if Vince was here, I'd be more concerned about the result. <laughs> I think I'd be thinking, mm-hmm. fucking hell, they're actually going to put the belt on, on Logan. Whereas now I feel like it's more just to get his fans feeling like that. And it's like, why did the press conference? Because his fans won't be watching Ron SmackDown, you'd think, on no. a weekly basis. No, but, but if, if you he's put... tweeting that, they're going to hang on a minute. Because they've already seen him go against Floyd Mayer and some of the boxes are mm. jobbers in the box in the world. I'm sure, I'm sure Russell will tell us when he's back next week. Um, but they'll just see it as any other fight, right? So they're going to, yeah. it's on Peacock. They're going to they're gonna sign up to that. It's going to get a lot of eyes on the product. And also, Absolutely. if you're boxing fans, you kind of, I know wrestling fans have this kind of issue with the Saudi Arabian shows, but every other sporting event is there. So if you're getting casual fans, I don't think they give a fuck. So any mm. wrestling fans that you're losing, um, for that reason, I think you'll probably pick up more in, in casual fans who are just tuning to see what the hell Logan Paul's got himself yeah. up to next. I mean, what's going to be interesting is the Usos are still not allowed out of the US. Yes. However, obviously, Sokoa is. So yes. I'd imagine he's going to get involved at some point. Heyman's yes. back now. So I'd imagine yeah. Heyman will be across there. Yeah. And um, Sami Zayn probably won't be uh, because of his Iranian roots. He doesn't go to the Saudi Arabian shows. Right. Um, okay. He's, he's half Iranian or he's got some Iranian um, heritage. Right. So he's not allowed to go to. Well, he, I don't think he's not allowed, but they don't want the incident. So he just doesn't go to the. Uh, the Saudi so Arabian shows. It's, it's probably just Heyman and, and Sokoa then who are going yeah. to be at ringside. Yeah. So not that much interaction from the outside, potentially. Yeah, so there won't be too much of a schmoz, this thing, because that's what you would think Logan needs. Like He's had a lot of... Obviously, his first match was a tag match, and even his yeah. singles match last time was a lot of interference. Yeah. And a lot going on um, around the ring. But he's, no, he's not going to get any of that this time. It's going to be almost a straight-up wrestling match, I think. But um, is Tyson Fury going to be ringside again? So he tends to go to the Saudi shows. Possibly. Is yeah. he going to get involved again? Yeah, he, he he may do. Although I think he's got a fight with, again, we need boxing expert Steve Bunn slash Ross Markham on the show. <laughs> I think he's got a fight in December now with right. Anthony Joshua. So I, I don't think we'll see him on uh, WWE TV just in the building because that'll be about a month out to it. Um, so mm. I, I think we might not see him until next year now. But that's just a hunch on, on my side, if this Joshua match actually gets announced. Mm. Um, which is also going to be at Cardiff, apparently, in the same state. Okay. okay. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud now. Um, this is getting reminiscent of, for me of uh, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Are we going to see it Bloodline versus Team Logan Paul <laughs> in War Games to tie these two storylines up together? That wasn't the way I was thinking. I was thinking it would be kind of a Kevin Owens or Drew McIntyre-led team. Well, um, you, you could still see that because he could go to and recruit people like Drew. Yeah. But I'm, Drew, I'm just... Drew, Drew obviously wants some revenge from yeah. Clash at the Castle. Yeah. And then eventually, hopefully in that match, you would hopefully Logan Paul will turn heel and set up a match because I don't think it's working with him as a face at the moment. I don't even know if the Saudi Arabia no. population know who Logan Paul is, so it's going to be interesting, but I guess they don't care. No, they. I mean, they'll just buy tickets no matter what, won't they? Yeah, it's in a smaller stadium as well this time than than it has been in the past. Be interesting to see Casual. what legends they bring back for that show. Yeah, it's, it's. Do you think they'll do the usual kind of like get Hulk Hogan out of the way? His one appearance, Ric Flair, those those kind of guys. Yeah, I mean, 
I think they will because Trips has already said on it you don't want to bring big people back like Goldberg and and um, the part timers. I think yeah. Brock, Brock Brock may make an appearance. Don't know yeah. what he's got going on. Also, yeah. he's been away for the, from WWE for a yeah. couple of months now. He's next advertised for day one on January first. Oh. Okay, so, so, so he may appear not. before then. Because um, obviously, if he's already advertised for that one, you'd think they want to kind of give him a surprise return. Yeah, just come in, destroy someone, and set a match up for yeah. January. Yeah, I've decided I want to see a Brock versus Gunter at some point, preferably WrestleMania. Now, I think mm, that um, would be a good match. Having Brock challenge for the Intercontinental Championship would be weird. I think I I would personally like Gunter to drop the Intercontinental title before WrestleMania, get him in the title picture. Yeah, I think but he needs to be in a big think match. That'll happen. Yeah, I think he having needs to be in a big match with the Intercontinental Championship that he wins or he needs to be kind of mm. like drop it so they can do like an eight man ladder match or whatever the Intercontinental Championship. Well, I'll tell you what I would not I would not be adverse to is Gunter V Sheamus again and have yeah. him drop the title to Sheamus and then put him on a main event run after WrestleMania. Yeah and then you have it bang for match and also you get Sheamus being the ultimate Grand Slam yeah. champion as well which is probably so, he's, he's really popular right now yeah uh, Sheamus like that I thought it'd just be fair for the the Cardiff match, but it appears that the brawling brutes are a fair for the uh, the long haul now. Yeah, well, I'm not averse to it. <clears throat> they just need to obviously bring Pete Dunn back as Pete Dunn. Yeah, he's so he's so close now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Watch his fact on Friday. He's, he looks like Pete Dunn, basically. And then they started referring to him as a former NXT Tag Team Champion as well. Right. So they're obviously acknowledging his background now. Um, but they're not quite there. I think when he mentioned he's like one of the, you know, because Walter was, or Gunter was there as well. If they just said something like, oh, both former UK champions, and he's, he's Pete Dunne at that point, isn't he? But they're not, mm. they're not quite there with it. Um, but shout out to the woman who had a sign that said, I love Butch, um, in the crowd that they got on TV all night. Because I don't think Kevin Dunne got the joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, we should switch across to AEW briefly. Um, obviously, last week we talked on the extended news show about the AW title tournament. Uh, all of our plans got out the window. I think you were back in Jericho for when I was back in Sammy Guevara. Uh, so obviously, it's Daniels, Danielson versus Moxley in the final. Um, a Grand Slam this Wednesday coming up. So, big week of wrestling for AW. Mm-hmm. Should also mention that AW got the highest ratings in over a year. Um, this Wednesday just gone as well. So, for all the talk about them kind of falling off. Uh, the TV numbers are not <laughs> suggesting that at the moment, but what would you think of Danielson versus Moxley and, and who do you book to win with just these two in the in the title picture? I think the logical answer is Danielson. Yes. Um, let, Mox has been in the title picture too much and I mean his last reign was what, two weeks before he dropped it against CM Punk? I think it was three days, wasn't it? I think it was the was Wednesday it even less before. Than that? Oh, yeah, went three or four days, yeah. I think it was the Wednesday before. The so obviously, the, the, their intentions at that point were not to keep the title on Moxley. So yeah. why would you put the title on Moxley again? Just let him go off and have his six weeks holiday, whatever he was planning on doing. Mm-hmm. Um, put the title on Danielson, see if it does anything for the product. Don't think it will. Um, yeah. but see, it seems to be kind of the, the, the answer to... The problem that is CM Punk. Mm-hmm. WWE put the title on him after he left there. Yeah. Ring of Honor put the title on him yeah, after the CM Punk left there. 
Um, so it does seem that the, the, the logical route to go down. Yeah. But... Maybe that's uh, Danielson's career path from this point. I just just follow CM Punk wherever he goes. And, yeah, claiming up the shit. Pick up the pieces afterwards, yeah. But yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd, I, I'm not averse to seeing him as champion. I'd, I'm quite open to see what they can do with him. He hasn't really done a great deal. Yeah, I think it'd be quite been. different because they're both members of the Blackpool Combat Club, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I saw one idea and I don't know if I like it or not. Of have him 10 heel during a match like he did against AJ Styles that time. Just like kick Moxley in the nuts and, and win that way and 10 heel and win the championship at the same mm. time. I don't know if they're going to go down that route there. I think they're going to... Um, Kind of make it like a war in faction within um, the Blackpool because I think the Blackpool Combat Club have got too much stock, and obviously they've got their own version of war games. And you would assume that they were the yeah the natural one, the natural teams to go in there um, the next time Blood and Guts rolls around. So hopefully mm-hmm. they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's pretty much guaranteed that Regal will be presenting the belt to the winner, um, whoever it is. Yeah, I mean, I will. I will be watching it. Yeah. Um... Probably not live, but I will be watching it. Um, so I am quite interested. I think they'll have a good match together. Have we seen Moxley and Danielson? Obviously not in AEW. I feel like it must have happened in WWE, but I can't no. think of any... I can't think of any main event ones. I'm sure when it was Team Hell No and the, and the Shield feuding, it must mm. have happened. It'll probably happen like a throwaway match on SmackDown or something. Yeah. Um, let's just give that a quick Google. Um also on the card, so good. I, I was just saying, these are the type of matches we want to see. Your dream matches that haven't happened in WWE before. Yeah, that's it. If you've got former two former WWE guys, then um, I think yeah, you want to kind of make it where it's the matches that we haven't seen before. Um, they did face each other on oh, this is classic WWE <laughs> um, Raw October twenty first two thousand thirteen, um, and then Raw. September 9th, 2013. Um, Smackdown in... When was this? May 10th, 2013. Okay, so it's um, been about eight years. Yeah, so it's been, it's been a while. And again, they're all on TV. I don't think it's ever been a big... You know, because when Moxley or Ambrose at the time got to the main event scene, I think it was when Daniel Bryan was GM of Smackdown. They mm. had that great scene with... Um, Dean Ambrose dresses the Mountie for I think there was no reason. I think that was a joke. Um Danny, Danny Bryan cracked up live on <laughs> live on TV when it happened. Um but yeah, so I think it's kind of it feels like a first time. We've certainly not seen Brian Daniels versus John Moxley. Obviously, we've seen Daniel Bryan versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I'd yeah. say Daniel Bryan and Brian Danielson are very similar, but I think John Moxley and Dean Ambrose are not, it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Um also an interesting match on AEW Grand Slam. I'm not sure if it's on the Dynamite or Rampage portion. But uh, Chris Jericho is challenging Claudia, formerly known as Cesaro, for the Ring of Honor Championship. Yeah, so the Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor title is the only title he's kind of not won. But yeah. he's not be, he's not won the TNA title. I was just saying, no love for ECW ever. <laughs> I thought when he, um, yeah. when he said that. I love how he counted um, WWF and WWE as separate, separate as well, but I guess he has won them both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, it's on that... Dynamite, which is the live show. So yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a, a good match. Yeah, Just I think it will. Do you yeah, think I mean... they'll put the bell on on Jericho? I think it'll... I I think it would be a good idea because just think how much 
how many hours you're going to have on Ring of Honor's product. Yeah, you could put the rematch on the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Drop it, didn't, drop it again. Didn't, yeah, it didn't sell a lot, did it, compared to AEW? No. I think it did compare to Ring of Honor, but not compared to AEW. So, so yeah, why not? While they don't have a TV deal, yeah, and you've got the belt on Dynamite every week, yeah, why not just uh, put it on Jericho? I think I, I agree. And then it, it gives you, a, as you said, a big selling point. He's one of the next pay-per-view. He's one of the biggest wrestling stars in the world. Has been for probably the past 20 years. Yeah. You know, he has got a big following. And he and he can still put on good matches. Yeah. He doesn't show any signs of slowing down at this moment in time. I mean, he's got himself in some in a great shape in comparison to what we saw him in like uh, during lockdown. A few years ago, yeah. I know, yeah, when, just... when it was the uh, famous show when he was on after the NBA and all these basketball fans were just clowning on him. But yeah, I think it'd be good. And I think because of his whole sports entertainer gimmick, um, at the moment, like I think it's a good, it's a good heel heat against a pure mm-hmm. wrestler like Claudia. And also, if you get to, a, I don't know when, where kind of Ring of Honor's like traditional home base was, but if you get in a small venue with like rabid Ring of Honor fans who were there from the previous run, like surely they've got like the details on that like, on the club or something. Mm-hmm. You could have like a John Cena ECW one night stand situation where like the crowd is just rabid, like. Claudia, or whoever is who's, who's challenging for it, it, could be another kind of like Ring of Honor original. Um, yeah. Just like you've you've got to get the belt off this guy. We need it, we need it back in the hands of a uh, mm-hmm. you know, like he refuses to sign, he refuses to shake hands. Yeah, all that all that classic good stuff, and then it's kind of like a rabid crowd trying to get the the wrestling belt off the sports entertainer. Yeah, we know we all know Jericho is in probably in the top three heels currently. Yeah. I mean, him, Reigns, MGF, maybe. Yeah, his, his returns fell a bit flat, hasn't it? But I'm willing to give it a time. Um, yeah. I think, obviously, real life overshadowed. I would like to see Omega back as a heel. I think he's better as a heel than he yes. is a, a face. Yeah. I've not written it down on the news, but have you seen his bite mark? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, After two weeks, it's still showing. Yeah. Yes. How deep, um, how like, sharp are Estil's teeth, allegedly? Um, <laughs> They also it's got insane. a rabies shot. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Like, I'm sure it wasn't the dog. Like, actually, I don't know if a dog could would be uh, would be possible to do that. But um, but yeah, obviously the um, I won't go through the full Grand Slam card. But interestingly, um, oh, I suppose both shows are the same amount of time now, aren't they? But it's five shows for the live dynamite portion, and then eight um on the rampage portion, mm. including uh, Action Bronson uh, making his in ring debut. Tagging with Hook. Wonder if he'll actually wrap them to the ring. That that's someone that dropped the ball with massively. Hook, isn't it? Yeah, Dave I think he became a bit of thought... a meme, didn't he? Like, he became a bit like not like being a hand, but that kind of. Yeah, they kind of tagged him with Danhausen, and that didn't yeah. amount to anything. Just why don't you just leave him on his own? And yeah, I feel like that sort of thing where it was kind of a a comedy wrestler with a serious wrestler. You needed to establish Hook a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like doing it now, I don't think it would affect him at all. But I think it was it was too early on when it made him look like a bit of a a mid carder, basically. Yeah, um, yeah, it made him look more like a no offense to the guy, but like a Steve Blackman rather than a, a Ken Shamrock. <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, just have a look at a picture of Action, Action Bronson uh, on it. How much does he look like a uh, Ryan White? <laughs> look at that. Yes, he yeah. does, doesn't he? Absolutely, he un- absolutely uncanny. Uh, shout out to Ryan if you. If you're listening, um, probably not. And shout out to Adam Holmes as well, regular listener. 
or not, who uh, logged into his, his Twitter account for the first time in eight years uh, yesterday to tell me to fuck off. Um, sure, oh, it was, uh, sure, sure, it was meant in jest. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, classic. Uh, well, I need to get back to my news. Um, bit more minor news then at the moment. Uh, obviously, you know, wish him all the best. But Eric from the, uh, the Viking Raiders is injured. Um, I think this is a really disappointing one just because Triple H got these guys and knew exactly what to do with them as uh, as War Raiders um, in NXT. I feel like these could have gone a really lengthy tag title runner. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed it has happened when it has because any time these guys seem to get momentum, mm-hmm. one of them gets injured. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. They've, they've really had a really patchy run now, haven't they? Yeah. Um. On the main roster. The only thing I can think of is I don't know how what the injury is. They just said it's going to be a, an unspecified amount of time, which doesn't sound it's, good indefinitely. Um something to do with his ankle, I believe. Yeah. So it could it could be a long time. But I, I do hope if they come back, um they can kind of come back as more of the the war raiders. Uh mm-hmm. drop a bit more of the I don't mind the Viking stuff because obviously it's kind of part of the heritage or part of Rose heritage, isn't it? I can't remember which one Roy is now, is he Eric? Whatever. The bald fella. Um, yeah, but um, it's I know it's part of his heritage and that, but I, I prefer it when they were just kind of kicking ass. Like, I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw many of the WCPW shows, but when he I used didn't, to, he used to start but, every match by going, This match will be under war machine rules, and that means there are no rules. And every match was a tornado, no DQ, false kind of anywhere match, <laughs> and it was fantastic stuff. I saw him against um, Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal because Jay Briscoe was. Was injured. Uh, yeah, he to Academy of all places. Fantastic match. Um, we saw a bit of that NXT. We've probably not seen a lot of it on the on the main roster now. But I, f- I feel like Triple H is going to beef up the tag division. I uh, really hope so. Main players in it. I think this that's the weak link now because he's he's built up the secondary titles and the Intercontinental US titles have probably got more light on them than they've had in probably the last yeah. ten years. Yeah, well, we're getting big prominent singles matches with them for the first time in ages, aren't we? I was, yeah, I was watching a couple of Holly videos there, and we'll cover it in our in our main show this week of the. Uh, well, we're going to rank all of the Intercontinental Championship mm. champions in the WrestleMania era that we had. Got to add, um, but yeah, like Shinsuke Nakamura, like three years ago, held the belt for two hundred days. I couldn't tell you a single match. You didn't have any that happened during that time. Yeah, you didn't have any. Um, yeah, always been a single promo or appearance or anything. Yeah, you just didn't do anything. Um, Whereas, yeah, like what one with Triple H, we've had a five star classic um, already with uh, with more to come. Yeah. Um, speaking of like possible future Intercontinental Championships, I hope everyone's appreciated my segues today. Uh, it looks like uh, a popular WWE superstar has been released, um, and that is uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> um, but the good news is. That it looks like you know he's been he got injured. It looks like he's been released, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, but it looks like his brother Elias um, potentially on the way back. Our thoughts on thoughts on Elias replacing Ezekiel on the uh, on the Raw roster. Gutted. I was yeah. probably Ezekiel's biggest fan. Yeah, I feel like uh, this may have been Triple H's first mistake. I thought his storyline generally had legs. What I am hoping for now is Elias comes back. Um, once he's growing a beard, obviously. Yep. Um, and then Rick Boogs gets cleared and we can get a tag team out of him. Yes. Just think how good of a tag team they could be. 
Yes. They could, yeah, they could be like some sort of like, I was going to say like... Band, uh, like... Jeff, yeah, modern like, day Jeff Jarrett and Roddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could do, actually, I figured out loud now. You could have like um, Boogs being like, Elias is like apprentice or something. And he's like, yeah. I'll show the words of being a rock star. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, apparently... Shines and sounds on him. Yeah. Because obviously they won't put Rick Boogs back with Shinsuke when he comes, when he returns. Because um, Shinsuke has been rumored to be going into a main event picture yeah that'll be good i want i want to see triple h do something with uh with Shinsuke. well obviously rick boogs i mean um injured at wrestlemania they're expecting him to be out six to eight months so you're coming up to that point now where he's going to be getting cleared yeah put him into a tight tag, tag team picture build up your tag team division as we've just been saying yeah i think that'd be i think that'd be really good um to see those two as a tag team and I think the the thing with uh, Elias is like he was a gimmick that was suited to like live crowds, and I, just, I always found it weird how they stuck with him all the way through the live crowds. Is Elias? It wasn't really landed in the Thunderdome, and then mm. as soon as the live crowds came back, it was he suddenly was off TV and he became um, Ezekiel. Because I, I remember the I think he made a comment about Seattle Supersonics leaving the city or something. It was. Mm. And it was just the heat. <laughs> like it's a full one of my favorite promos of all time. Just because you cannot hear a word that him or Kevin Owens are saying. Because they just blew him out of the building for five minutes straight. And I've never seen like legitimate heat like that. It was um it was fantastic. And at the time they couldn't really roll with it because they were kind of all scripted. Um so it'd be good to see what he could do now when he's a bit like the shackles are off a bit and yeah. he's um in front of a live a live crowd. You can have boogs stood there like looking awkward, thinking, Oh, I, I like these people or something in there. On that one, eventually they they turn each other, but it'd be good as like a some sort of band and bring back Heath Slayer. Why not? As the uh, as the front man, where's he working? Is he still impact? I believe so. Yeah, let's just Google Heath Slayer. There is that um, that fellow who signed his last name is the same as Heath Slayer's real name. Don't think they are related though. Uh, Heath, Heath Miller is now, I just know his Heath. Um, there's a fellow who looks just like him and just signed, but yeah, he's in impact at the moment. Um, he was out for nearly a year, but he's uh, he's back now. Right. Um, and then we've got well, we've got one more story left, but I actually remember another one. Um, so because talking about Shinsuke Nakamura reminded me of it. NXT 2.0 is over. Um, they had an NXT 2.0 anniversary show last week. They flashed up a graphic at the end of the coloured graphic, um, and then it went like there's like a loading thing. Do, 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 do. The 2.0 disappeared. The shape stayed the same. But it went to white and gold. And according to reports on the scene, uh, the NXT crowd tried black and gold for five minutes straight. Once it it went off. But um I feel like with Triple H replacing Vincent Mann as chief content officer, I think his new name is. Yes. Uh this was this was bound to happen, right? Oh yeah, and I mean from the reports I've seen, um, it's going to be a mashup of both black and gold and two point Yeah. So you're gonna get you're gonna be getting the return of the indie wrestlers, yeah, um, which for me needed to happen. I did the focus too much on the sports stars and the, the weren't really going anywhere with them. Um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to banging matches again. Yeah, same. I think like they need to go. I was going to say like back in like WCW, like a reverse of WCW, where like the main events were. You could have like really good main events, but I, I'm thinking more like back when it was like Brooklyn 2015. 
mm. um, when NXT was first getting hot because you had like amazing that that pay per view in particular. You had your main event of like Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens and a ladder match, just two indie wrestlers because you'd kind of been doing it for years. But then further down the card, you had Bailey versus Sasha Banks, two newer wrestlers. You had like people like Enzo and Cass on the show. I think Jushin Liger just made it like a guest appearance. So it was kind of a mix of developmental and like indie wrestling. Whereas I think yeah. towards the end of the Gargano and Champer, because they kept Gargano and Champer in the NXT for probably too long, to be honest. Like, um, he suddenly became more about them and just kind of mm-hmm. the same wrestlers over and over again, which is what developmentals shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, I, I like the idea of um, kind of mixing the two together. So you've got like your main event scene of your indie wrestlers and your people like your Bron Breaker. There's no point in yeah. dropping Bron Breaker down the card. Like he's gonna he's gonna no. stay there now and, and come to the main roster. But yeah, on on top of that, I've been kind of yeah, you you kind of I guess like Gale Season's gonna go somewhere eventually, and his his brother and, and those types he, of people. Is he though? Is he though? Apparently, Triple H does not. He's not. Well, he doesn't like his at all. He doesn't like he cares that much. How is it? To be honest, no. like he's um. I don't think he's gonna be the next. I don't. I don't know. Will we just not see him at all? I don't think he'll come. It's gone very that. quiet. But then I guess Kangle did take about a year or two they need to learn in developmental before he came. Mm. He won his medal in '96 and debuted in like '99. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Still yeah. time. Gable season, I think. Yeah. Speaking of Kangle, um, um, announced on his um podcast this week that he's suffering with memory issues. Oh, really? I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, for me, I think he's suffered five concussions over his career. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, he's only in his early 50s. Yeah. So having memory issues is, is quite concerning. So, you know, well wishes to, to Kurt Angle, one of yeah, the greatest of all time. Definitely one of, the, one of the greatest of all time. And yeah, all the best to, uh, to Kurt Angle. Yeah, he is 53. Yeah. Yeah. So, Not old. It's me. Struggling with your, with your, Men, having mental issues, as I suppose is the best way to put it at, at that age, is, is not good. Yeah. So, yeah, all the best to, uh, to Ken Angle. Um, I mean, um, just back to NXT. Um, I'd like to just see it being treated as a third brand, personally. Yeah. Not a place just for your de- developmental. I mean, send some of your guys from the, if we want to say the main rosters. Um, when they've got anything going on 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 the Raw SmackDown, just send them down there for a couple of months. Yeah, that's what got me thinking about brand. Yeah, that's why I kind of thought about the um, well, thought about the story basically when we talked about Nakamura. Um, he'd be perfect for that, right? He'd be um, oh yeah. He's, we're not, he's not doing anything at the moment. Like it's obvious Triple H will want to do something with him, I'm sure. Um, but while he's kind of waiting for a, a spot on the roster and, and something to happen, mm-hmm. why not just kind of have a even if he just goes down for one week and has a title match with a. Bron Breaker, yeah, something like that. I mean, we saw Ricochet do it um, at the last take, the last takeover, the uh, the Wells Collide event, when I mean, had his match with Camilla Hayes. Great, uh, great thing to do with put put Natalia down there. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a, I hate Natalia with a passion. Mm-hmm. However, she's safe hands and she is very good at guiding the younger mm-hmm. talent. Yeah, put her down there for a few months or permanently. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah, do what um, you know did with Randy Rose, but with with someone who, who can wrestle. Um, <laughs> that was harsh. Because um, then, realistically, you can bring Mandy Rose back up because the times right now for me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, of swapping they could do 
to be honest with her. And this is like no offense to um to some some women on the main roster, but there's a lot of people who shouldn't kind of be there on the, the rest of the ability. Like I think like, you know, very glad Ross isn't here, but like Sonya Deville um mm. is one who could I think could just do with like she's not wrestled for that long that she could probably do like consistently wrestling. Yeah. On these smaller house shows as well. That's the other thing as well. It's like not just NXT the main the the show, but you've got the, the coconut loop or whatever it is they call it when they just saw around like North Florida. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, having having my shows like Aaliyah. I know she's been she's in NXT for like six years or whatever it was, but they could do at least six more. Um <laughs> that's really that's really nice. Probably you know, Mysterio put him yeah, down there. Yeah, there's, 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 I said there's blog there's blogs like that as well, isn't there? Really? Yeah. There is um oh, almost is another one who you know, jumps around immediately. Like, I think he'll be gone, if I'm honest. I, yeah. He's not what Triple H looks for in a wrestler. No, I the only thing I could think is like, he could become like a Greg Kali type wrestler, but even Greg Kali was only great in that one match against Cena that time. Um, yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think like, you do need your special attractions. Like, you know what I mean? Like Andre the Giant was never going to win any uh, kind of in-ring worker awards, but... Just... What they did with the way they originally used him as just a bodyguard, it's the perfect yeah. role for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just need someone who's good on the mic. You know, look at look at Christian and Tomko. That was yeah. a, that yeah. that worked well for them both because Christian's one of the greatest of all time on the mic, and Tomko is just a big beefy guy. Yeah, that's it. Just using to accessorize another small yeah. heel, really. Yeah. Um, I was going to say someone like Logan Paul, but Logan Paul probably doesn't need him. Must be a waste. But that that type of uh, of wrestler, that type of heel, yeah, um, yeah. And then our final story on this new show. Obviously, there was no Twitch wrestling this week. It may may return this week. We'll uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, someone's returning. Something's happening. Um, if you're a fan of, of Jefferson Starship, I I've got to say I'm not, but I do know they um. They also they they got a lot of wrestling connections recently because they also do Orange Cassidy's theme, I believe, in uh, mm. AEW. Um, but WWE have been playing "White Rabbit" by Jefferson Starship, which I give a listen to. It's a bit of a creepy song, um, and turning all the lights red in arenas. Curiously, not on TV, but they did it on the SmackDown taping on Friday night, and they've done it on the uh, the Saturday night, Saturday and Monday, Saturday and Sunday shows, Saturday night's main event and Sunday's dinner. Um. This this week it's kind of like they're trying to go viral. Um, is Bray Wyatt coming back? Apparently, when it goes like "Remember Me," it flashes red, which is very fiendish. Um, Could be, but I am I'm here to ruin those rumors. Are you going to tell us about Mister Cross? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, White Rabbit was what Carrion Cross was known mm. as in Lucha Underground. Yeah. Um, someone's tweeted Cross saying, "What is this white rabbit?" Um, Cross has then responded to that, saying, "Flattered to be remembered for that. Keep watching. Assume nothing." Yeah. So but... is he is he saying don't assume it's to do with me? I tell you what, I would yeah. not. I I tell you what, I would quite like because they're quite similar characters. Is he? Is he alluding to it could be something to do with Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt's going to team up with Cross. Possibly. Because I was um, I was thinking if it was Cross, what's the point? <laughs> Basically, it's like he's already there and he's returned, hasn't he? And he's kind of got his old gimmick back already. Yeah. 
Maybe a bit confusing to uh, to do that again. But yeah, I think I like, I don't think Bray Wyatt's going to come back as Bray Wyatt. No, the I mean leader. I also don't think he's going to come back as the Fiend, but I think he's going to come back with like either a mashup of the two or something a bit different again. Yeah. Um, apparently, his kind of costume design has tweeted something, and it's an even scarier mask than the Fiend. Right. Um, but I feel yeah. like he'll want to do something different. He'll probably do whatever Vince wouldn't let him do. I would assume is is the way they're going with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, I know talks keep breaking down. Apparently. Apparently, according to sources, he was on four million prior to being yeah. let go, um, and the rumors are that he's asking for that again. And yeah, WWE makes can't. Sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Apparently, WWE uh, uh, kind of not sure that they can afford to pay him that. That's from what I've heard, and he Bray Wyatt is being quite, you know, just saying that's what I want. Yeah, he probably doesn't it? need the money. I assume you wouldn't need the money for a while if he, was, he previously was on four million. Yeah, but that's the other thing as well about the releases that we've probably all forgotten or not really thought of is that it was obviously like you know Nick Khan's name was heavily reported when these were happening. The cat of all, and I know Bray Wyatt's was very separate on its own and probably wasn't budget cuts, even though that was the mm. official reason given. But there must have been some sort of reason why it suddenly happened so quickly. Like there must have been some sort of financial motivation to do it as well. Yeah. With some of some of the names they released, so yeah, maybe that is an option because obviously Triple H is just the the, con- the chief content officer. He's not the uh, the CEO, is he? Yeah. Nick Council uh, holds the power strings. I mean, you can rest assured he's not going to be going anywhere like Impact or AEW. If he was going to go there, he'd already be there. Yeah, he'd already be there. I think the most interesting one is he's got this um, offer from a a new a new company, which yeah, I believe Freddie Prince Juniors. Yeah. Because apparently they work together as well. Yeah. Previously. Someone think I'm sure I can't remember who said it, so I'm gonna completely misquote someone or misattribute someone. But I believe it was Alvarez said he's already signed something, but if they think that it's very similar to Strowman's deal at controlling a narrative that he could get out of it if he needed to. Right. Um and that's the other thing, right? So conspiracy uh tinfoil hats on now. Braun Strowman is wearing red pants. <laughs> These lights are flashing red. Is he in a faction as well? Is the next we're going to see Eric Redbeard, Eric Rowan? I would like, to, I would like to see it again. Yeah, I mean that you could you've got, you've automatically got a, a faction there. You've got the bright white family. Bring across, yeah. bring kill across across into that. You've got a, a, a four man faction already plus Scarlet. Yeah, and what do you do with them? Um, you could always, guess... you could even bring Alexa back into it. She's yeah. not happy with creative currently. So No, she says her, her own personality is boring and she needs a gimmick. <laughs> I saw. But do we have too many spooky dudes? Because we've got Judgment Day as well. Um, I think Judgment Day is numbered. Yeah. I think I can't see them being around come WrestleMania. No, the only thing I'd I think you could do is they um, are, but... have Bray kind of lure someone across, like probably Damien Priest, because I don't think yeah. Don Mysterio's got much upside in that. No. Um, I didn't just have Finn Balor just do what Edge did. Edge was like, "Wait, well, I've been kicked out of the spooky dude, so I'm just going to go back to how I was." You could easily have Finn Balor do the same and, and not lose mm-hmm. anything. Absolutely. I mean, it's not like the one-one one match. I think. No, they keep. Le- I, I thought that the other day. They keep losing their um the pay-per-view matches early, and then something's happening in turn of style. I mean, you, you've got to assume they would. We're going to win the next one. Whoever that's against. I mean, you'd like to think 
Yeah, it really looks like could... it'll be a singles match between someone and Red, isn't it? I think. I don't know. Mm. guess it's yeah, they've written Edge off now, haven't they? Yeah, Edge is written off TV for the foreseeable. Yeah, he'll he'll be coming back at the Rumble. Um, I reckon. Yeah. Or just before then. But yeah, interesting stuff. Right. I said we we're going to go five, five minutes of the news. We've gone nearly an hour. Um, so we will wrap it up there. Um, thank you very much, uh, Wild Class Wrestling Journalist Aaron Franklin, for joining us. Not a problem. Uh, do we do the Twitter handles on this show? I can't remember yeah. now. So where, can we find, where can we find you? Um, on Twitter, FranklinStein91, uh, where I sometimes tweet, sometimes don't. Just follow me. Don't, don't miss out on them. Excellent stuff. And you can find me at Lou Markham. And you can find us all at twitter.com. <laughs> Twitch.tv. Twitter.com forward slash restaurant. Instagram.com forward slash restaurant. Um, we will be exciting news. Um, hopefully from not next week, but the week after, the thumbnails should be back. Um, so the Instagram account will actually get used, which I think we're all uh, really excited about. Um, and you can possibly find us on twitch.tv forward slash restaurant. Keep an eye out. Streams have been mm. intermittent. Real life is very much getting in the way <laughs> at the moment yeah. of, the, uh, of the Twitch wars. Um, and what's going to happen to Snakeskin Series now? I guess it might have to be Snakeskin Series Walkems, which we didn't plan for. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's can't, a, can't yeah. do that. Can't do it on there. No, but I guess yeah, that's the one benefit actually from it, from them uh, going to the main roster is that they've got to be on the games, right? Probably not the next one, but the one after. Yeah, I mean, two K twenty four. I know. I saw, I saw somewhere rumored that they're going to try and bring out two K twenty three prior for the end of the year, but can't see that happening. Personally. Ah, two in one. Is it two in one year? That'd be. Yeah. I think we're stuck with the WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's a better way of doing it. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. Just just from my from my sake, someone who buys a lot of sports games, it's the one yearly game that doesn't come out in September, October yeah. time. So it's uh, it makes it a lot more affordable. I, I think for it to go out in March, you're not clashing with any sports season. So mm-hmm. I'd be very much appreciative of that. Um, that was a little tidbit. Um, but join us on Wednesday, where myself and, and Aaron and Tell you if he if he uh, gets back from his holiday. I guess he's already back, and he <laughs> probably will be probably will be here. Um, yeah, join us for a tier list of all the Intercontinental Champions from WrestleMania One to the present day. Mm. Thank you very much, Aaron. And, uh, see you soon. See you soon. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 